Yeah, thank you. Okay, so shall we begin? Yeah, let's begin. Mm -hmm. So could you tell me about yourself in general and your journey so far? About myself, that's a long story. Well, I'm actually a trained lawyer um, from the UK. Mm -hmm. um, I have a degree in Sanskrit from the UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a degree in Ayurveda medicine as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm a trained Ayurveda practitioner and a trained lawyer. Mm -hmm. But uh, so then my main fields of work are being a lawyer and being an Ayurveda practitioner. Mm -hmm. Although I've always had a passion for sustainable products from a young age, mm -hmm. even when the words, you know, sustainability and organic and eco-friendly were not around. I had a I had a passion for natural living, and I suppose that's what led me into Ayurveda, because it's a natural living lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you know, I've believed in. As a lawyer, I worked a lot with um, you know um, underprivileged people, and so I've always believed in human rights, and therefore that connected me to ethical trade. You know that people should be paid paid fairly and treated fairly for for the work because. For me, sustainability is not just about the, the product itself being eco-friendly and biodegradable, etc. Mm -hmm. It's about ethical trade, about treating the people well. You yeah. treat the earth well, you have to treat the earth well, you have to treat the people well too. They're yeah. part of the earth, right? Mm, true. So, yeah, um, so that's it in a nutshell. If you have, if you want me to elaborate, you can ask me specific questions or yeah. Yeah, I can elaborate myself, however you like. Sure. So what does sustainability mean to you as that so people and all of that? And what is your philosophy in life? Like a little more detail. Okay, what does sustainability mean to me? Sustainable means something that um, um, doesn't harm the earth, mm -hmm. that um, is biodegradable, that can disintegrate into the earth. Mm -hmm. um, and it means using uh, um, uh, buying into products that last a long time so that you know it's kind of anti-consumerism where you kind of use and throw mm -hmm. like in the fashion industry I work in ethical fashion as well mm -hmm. and it's not like you buy something and then six months later the fashion changes and then you buy something else it's mm -hmm. about making something last as well mm -hmm. so then there's not mass production of products yeah. as well so and also um yeah, so they're the main things. It should be kind to the earth. It should be biodegradable, therefore, and that the um, people involved um, should be treated fairly and um, that the product itself should last, um, uh, you know, for as long as possible. Not, you know, people design products these days to, yeah. so that they don't, don't, don't last and they change the style and they change the fashion. And so everyone becomes very um, consumeristic. Yeah. Um, because of all the, all the um, media and sometimes you can't help it like for example if you buy a computer mm -hmm. after some years it doesn't work because new applications come in and new um, technologies come in and they're not compatible with the old ones so even if your computer is still in good condition you have to buy another one you know yeah okay. so so that whole philosophy is not very healthy for the earth and for the human mind, which then encourages, you know, over, over consumerism and greed. Um, and um, so these are things that we would like to avoid in sustainability. And I think, greed, you know, some sort of anti-greed, you know, in terms of, yeah. and also limit, limiting the amount of possession. So it's like, I've written an article on consumerism I don't know if I published it or not, I can't remember, but it's kind of, you know, sustainability is connected to consumerism yeah. and over-consumerism is certainly not a sustainable way of life. Actually, I've written an article and maybe you can see it on my website. It's about, um, is your life really sustainable, you know? Yeah. So my, um, you want my, my, my life ethics, my life um, 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 philosophy, if you like, um, you asked that, right? Yeah. Um, so, well, I have some, <laughs> I have some, uh, my life ethics are like, obviously, you know, to be kind to the earth. I work in Ayurveda for a reason, because mm -hmm. it's about, um, you know, harmony with everything that exists, mm -hmm. you know, including yeah. oneself. 
one's environment, one's family, one's society, one's earth, you know, and, and respect. So it's founded on ahimsa. So everything, you know, in my life, I would like, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I am perfect, but this is my vision that I would like everything to be founded on ahimsa, nonviolence. And um, yeah, that's basically um, uh, the crux. That's basically the, the, the pinpoint of, of my, my life philosophy that everything should be based on, on, on non-harm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that includes, you know, one's own emotions, one, you know, without, you know, one's own thoughts, one's own actions, one's words, you know, one, one needs to strive towards that. Um, you know, yeah, I think there was, something else I want, there was something else I wanted to say, but I've forgotten now because um, I've forgotten. Um, maybe it'll come back to me after. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what else to do with life philosophy? Um, I can't remember. Okay, that's it. Sorry, I got sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful, actually. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry, and just one thing, like, I think Ahimsa is the basis of, like, sustainability. I think it's the, the kind of, the, the foundation of um, sustainability and biodegradability and organics and all these new words that are popping up. I think um, Ahimsa is at the, as it, is at the crux, is at the base, is the root of all of this. Because if we, if we believe in Ahimsa, then of course we're not gonna harm Mother Earth, you know? Yeah. We're, not, we're not gonna harm, you know, any, any creature. We're not gonna harm anything as much as possible. Yeah. Obviously, the, obviously, you know, you know, obviously we have the Jains and, and, and they really have taken Ahimsa to quite some, I, I don't wanna use the word extreme because that's negative, but they've taken it to kind of quite a full-fledged practice, you know? The Jains, for example, but um, I think, um, yeah. So that's I think ahimsa is 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 the word that sums up um, my life um, um, ideology, if you like. Mm. Not that I'm there. I'm on. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to ask me? So yeah. So. Um... So what in, what exactly like inspired you to start Sri Ayurveda? Any memorable moments, experiences that made you think, okay, now I, I think I want to do something like this. So, well, um, to be quite honest, I think um, it's come from a young age where I actually I don't know if you know about the Body Shop. You know the Body Shop. Uh, yeah, I know. It was founded by a woman called Anita Roddick, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and I was uh, I was quite young then, and when she came up with this natural, you know, cosmetic range, I was like, wow, you know, mm. and um, and you know, I was I was studying then, and you know, um, and it was my vision that one day I would set up a sustainable, you know, natural global brand. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, my my vision then was cosmetics um, mm. at the time, but then um, later on. You know, I, I studied Sanskrit because uh, I'll just tell you the, the story leading up to it um, so that you have a little bit of background. So then later on, I studied Sanskrit because, um, well, I traveled India a lot and I love the philosophies of India. Um, although I was, raised, I was raised in the UK, I actually, you know, uh, you know I, I respect the Western civilization and I found the Indian philosophies very fascinating. Hmm. And so I um, took those um, uh, philosophies and thought, let me study deeper. And I studied Sanskrit so that I could understand the, the world from a different perspective, because I think language affects the way you think and see yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And Sanskrit made me see things in a more holistic way. Mm -hmm. And then due to, due to certain circumstances, I went into law, but I first went into welfare law to help the, the community. Um, so I did social welfare law, but you know, in my heart, I, I always wanted to do, you know, something with natural healing. Even, you know, when I came to India, when I was about 18, 19, um, I caught amoebic dysentery. I went back to England and I was like so sick, so sick. Mm -hmm. And everyone was trying to stuff antibiotics down me, you know, take antibiotics, you know, it's a serious condition. Mm -hmm. But um, 
you know, I found somebody, we didn't have internet, we didn't have Google, we didn't have anything then. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I found somebody who could give me, uh, you know, alternative healing on the phone. And he told me to drink carrot soup, you know, for a week. Mm -hmm. and, and then you would heal. And I, and I healed and I didn't take one antibiotic. Um, I used to throw them in the dustbin <laughs> because otherwise my parents would go mad. <laughs> like, why is she drinking carrot soup and not taking antibiotics? Mm -hmm. So then, um, so then my my journey was like into personal healing um, and this vision of having a global brand, mm -hmm. and then um, and then you know having lived a ten year corporate lifestyle, um, pretty much as a lawyer in London in one of in 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 the some of the, the top uh, five uh, firms of, of the UK, like I was quite in, in quite a high level corporate job mm. in, the, in the UK. And I thought, you know, this is a very, um, you know, it's a very affluent way of life, but it's also very um, monotonous, you know? And, um, and my passion was just so strong for Ayurveda, for natural healing. And I explored like Reiki, I explored, um, you know, acupuncture, acupressure, you know, uh, nutrition. I, I just did self-study, self-study. Yeah. Attended a few courses. And then finally, I was going to enroll for acupuncture. Uh, I was going to drop law and become an acupuncturist. And then instead, I got a book by my mentor, Dr. Robert Svoboda, who's an Ayurveda um, uh, a teacher and doctor. And uh, he's, an, he's actually American, but he was the first Westerner to come to India to study Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. And I read his book, and then I suddenly started seeing the world completely holistically. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all the, all the ideas that I had of sustainability and organics and ethical trade and blah, 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 it all interconnected under the umbrella of Ayurveda, mm -hmm. which means science, science of life in a non-violent, non harmonious way. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, oh, well, this is it. You know, this is my, I don't want to say calling, but I, I was kind mm -hmm. of felt like this is what I have to do. So I started studying Ayurveda in England. And then I thought, I want to go deeper. Then I came to India. I went to university in India, started studying Ayurveda. But in the end, I kind of dropped out of Indian University because the education system didn't suit me. And so I went back to the UK and I studied Ayurveda and I got an MSc in Ayurveda medicine. Um, and, then, and then I came back to India, back and forth, back and forth, and, you know, practicing Ayurveda, you know, wherever I went. And... And then, you know, this, this vision of mine to create, you know, an, a holistic um, brand um, came to me just, a, I mean, it was always there, but it just somehow didn't manifest itself. Yeah. Um, it manifested itself in some other work that I did in Ayurveda, but not in the full way. Like now I brought together Ayurveda with, along with ethical products and, mm -hmm. you know, my writings about eth ethical products and, 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 um, I brought it all together and back in May 2019, I set up three. Um, one, because I wanted to um, offer sustainable lifestyle and products to people. Mm -hmm. um, and I call it three Ayurveda because it's like, um, you know, connected to Ayurveda, this whole idea. Mm -hmm. And then three, I, I, I wanted to work with women's empowerment. So um, I, uh, I called it three um, because I'd worked with women's empowerment back in, in the UK. I'd, I'd worked a lot with um, domestic violence cases and I'd seen the, the, the difficulties women were facing even in you know, the Western world. Um, and I certainly saw it in India as well. So then I wanted to do something to, you know, to help the women as well as to help, you know, the uh, the environment, and to teach people and to teach myself an environmentally, you know, harmonious way of life. So then, you know, it just, um, you know, back in May two thousand nineteen, um, it actually took shape. It took shape in the form of three Ayurveda, and then I joined the various dots and 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 joined the Ayurveda with the women with the ethical uh, products and ethical lifestyle. And, um, you know, and then, then the journey started and um, it's still in progress. It's work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so holistic. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I hope I'm not speaking too fast for you. No, no, that's fine. It's perfect. Yeah, because my English is English. So I, when I get passionate about something, I speak really fast. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Feel passion. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, yeah. So that's how my journey started, and still, and now, you know, I provide Ayurveda services like consultations and classes. And I also provide, you know, um, ethical, um, you know, products. When I say ethical products, I mean organic, biodegradable, kind to the earth, kind to kind, kind to people. You know, as as much as I can, yeah. And I had actually, I had actually started um, before that, back in two thousand and five, six, I think it was in India. I set up an incense. Uh, um, cottage industry, where I uh, created natural incense based on Ayurveda herbs for healing. Mm -hmm. And I made, I think I probably made one of the first, you know, natural healing incense without chemicals. Oh. And, and I hired a bunch of women. So then again, you know, back in 2005, six, you know, I was working mm -hmm. to promote you know, women's empowerment to give them healthy trade, ethical, ethical work, you know, because um, some of them used to work in factories where there were fumes and chemicals and toxins. Mm -hmm. And um, I was also being able to provide, a, a, you know, an ethical, you know, healing product. Mm -hmm. that's nice. so, so that's what I did, you know, then. So then, you know, then, then, I, then I worked in international event management. I managed various Ayurveda centers and I was, you know, implementing and, you know, trying to promote ethical products at the same time as promoting Ayurveda services. For me, it was all connected. I know a lot of people don't see Ayurveda from that point of view. They think it's giving someone a little bit of medicine, some old, you know, doctor sitting there giving you some medicine and then that's it. it it's, 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 a whole, it's a whole way of life based on nonviolence, which includes, you know, uh, you know what, what you're trying to do by promoting sustainable um, products it incl it's inclusive of that and it's it's much bigger than just you know ethical products you know yeah it's all interconnected yeah it's all yeah. interconnected exactly yeah so that balance so, yeah balance and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um I suppose that's quite an unusual approach. You probably might <laughs> an unusual way of thinking, but that that is what Ayurveda is, you know. Yeah. It is it it's it is the it, yeah. yeah, and, and it's it's the lifestyle of our ancestors, mm -hmm. not just here in India, but all across the globe. You know, it's not it's not a science that's limited limited to India. It's yeah. based on how the universe works harmoniously, you yeah. know. If you if you're harmonious with the universe and the universe is harmonious with you, and if you go back to any ancient tradition in any part of the world, you'll find the practice of organics and biodegradability and you know non harm. You, you'll find you know kindness to the earth in in all cultures across the world. You know ancient cultures. Mm. You know you go to Native Americans, you go to Aboriginals, you go to shamans. They're, they're all they're all they're all following you know ayurveda which simply means the science of life you know mm -hmm. and then so everyone you know these are new terms that have come up but they're not actually new the terms are new but the um, actual philosophy is not new you know sure. yeah going back to our roots and all of that you know? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. anything else you'd like to ask me ananya yeah so like how do you um, so sustainability as you said it's all about uh, the planet and people and everything so how do you uh, source your products and materials as such and what's the process involved in making them well i don't make um most of my products i i source them because i've run a manufacturing uh you know cottage industry before and um, it's not easy to run a manufacturing industry um, and maintain high quality control for me. Mm -hmm. So I have contact because I've been in this, I've had an interest in this field for such a long time. I've developed contacts, you know, across India, 
and I, I source from people that I know or that people know or you know that I'm connected with in some way. Um, I source for them. I let other people do the manufacturing. So you know, I'm kind of like you in a way. I'm like an online portal um, for you know products that I don't make. Um, but I do design some of the products that um, that are on my uh, e-commerce website. Um, I do design some of them, and some of them I don't design. Um, but they're products that I I, I you know, are they people that I trust that I know through connections you've and um their products that i love you know their products that i use that i love you know so um you know um yeah so that's how i source them i you know it's not so much about going onto google and finding the product because people can say organic and biodegradable and sustainable and you know it's not the case because these are words that yeah, they're buzzwords and they're words that sell these days. And um, I, I don't trust that. So I have to, I work with limited people whom I trust, mm. who have a passion for the same, you know, who have the same vision. Mm. And it's not just a commercial enterprise for them. It's, it's a, it, you know, it's commercial. They will earn money and, and that's one needs money, but it's based on, you know, ethics. It's based on, you know, sustainability. And this is the philosophy of like um, uh, one of the Indian, uh, the basis of Ayurveda also, it's like you, you can earn money, there's nothing wrong with earning money, like you're gonna do on your online portal, you're expecting to do that, but you do it on the basis of dharma, you do it on the basis of ethical lifestyle, ethical living, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what's advised in, in, in Ayurveda, that you earn money on the basis of ethical lifestyle and you fulfill your desires. There's dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Yeah. And you fulfill your, you fill your desires through the money that you've earned through ethical trade, through ethical work. Mm -hmm. and, and that ultimately leads you to a more peaceful state. Because, you know, if you're creating a lot of violence in your lifestyle, like buying products that have created a lot of violence, uh, you know, to the earth or to the environment, to the, to the atmosphere, then you yourself will, you know, absorb that, you know, negativity within you and you can't be peaceful. So I don't mean to sound. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not religious. I'm not religious or anything spiritual. But this is just logic for me because I have a very scientific mind, and it just makes sense to me scientifically. Yeah. I don't know what your background is. Are you are you scientific? Um, I'm actually a, um I've just finished my BA in communications and media English and psychology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so this makes sense to me. That's why I picked it up because otherwise I've, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm scientific, mm. you know, um, but science doesn't necessarily mean modern science. It means things that are logical to me. Yeah, which can be, which can be modern science, and it can be, you know, whatever. So, yeah, even the yeah. humanities is scientific in that way, rational thinking and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be logical. It should make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you collaborate with NGOs and all of that. Or yeah, NGOs, cottage industries, uh, women's women's empowerment collectives, um, um, natural uh, um, cotton industry, natural fabric industries, mm. or cottage industries. So I collaborate with you know different organizations, and I do my own branding across India. Across India, yeah. I mean, I try to source quite a lot from Uttarakhand, which is where I'm based, so that I can support the local community, but some, some things are just not available here. And, you know, so then I, I source from other parts of India, you know, going from north to south, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, east to west, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You support them and help them with, their, with reaching the one audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people, they have this passion, but they don't know how to, you know, 
uh, get the product, you know, exposed. They don't know how to, you know, um, put the product in the marketplace. So I, I facilitate that process, you know. Um, so I'm like, you know, the front office, if you like. And, um, you know, they're the back office with the production because doing doing production and 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 you know managing you know quality control and managing you know hundreds of staff is not is not my cup of tea yeah. you know um you know i've also come from another country and the way of working is completely different to what it is yeah although i'm of indian origin but it's like it's very different very different because yeah. even when i ran my um you know cottage industry of incense it was like really hard to manage people you know like you know then you know the punctuality the integrity the honesty transparency all these things were, were difficult to you know to digest you know if they were not being followed you know yeah. and um um, so I'd get very upset with people if they got late and I was late today so sorry about that I'm not, not a good example <laughs> but um, I, um, but yeah it was because somebody anyway I'm not going to blame anyone so anyway never mind I was late okay I admit it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah so um, yeah so that's basically why I don't run a manufacturing um, product and I, then I'd be I'd be limited you know I'd be able to just manufacture just a few products you know yeah. it takes a lot of invest it takes a lot of investment to, to manufacture it takes a lot of investment to um, to because I'm not going to be like you you're, you're like going to be an online portal and you're going to have people um, selling you know from their um, premises from their offices or their their establishments whereas I actually invest you know mm -hmm. into the product mm -hmm. you know and, and I, I, I send out the product mm -hmm. so that will be the difference between you and me you know mm -hmm. I have the product ready and I have a store in Rishikesh where you know where we display all these products and mm -hmm. um, what I found also if this interests you I don't know um, is that you know, the products interest mainly either high-end Indians or international people. Mm -hmm. They're not, maybe because, uh, you know, they're not so, uh, they're not so cheap. Mm -hmm. And secondly, maybe people are not so um, educated, you know, in, in, or interested in sustainability, mm -hmm. um, uh, who are at the lower end of the financial bracket, mm -hmm. um, and who have not been exposed to, you know, the Western, uh, you know, the West has kind of redeveloped the concept. I won't say they developed it, but they kind of re reemerged it, you know, like they reemerged yoga, you know, you know, and then, then India became fascinated. So they reemerged sustainability, they reemerged ethical trade, etc. Not that they're doing it, because even the West are like, you know, even in fashion, for example, they're doing, um, uh uh like what do you call them sweat 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 houses yeah you know sort of sweat houses and yeah where you get clothes manufactured dirt sheet in india bangladesh wherever and then you sell them for a you know, you know. yeah yeah so it's like a lot of exploitation you know but those brands are also in india and um you know um and I can't say that I don't buy them sometimes. I do, <laughs> so you know that's why I wrote the I wrote the I wrote the blog like how sustainable is your life? Because I thought, hold on, what am I wearing? You know, where where have my clothes come from? You know, mm -hmm. so um, you know I just uh, looked at my own lifestyle because you know I like to practice what I preach. But then, you know, um, we can have a vision and we can move towards that vision. You know, even if we can't fulfill it for. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we can't be perfect in the beginning the journey yeah yeah and we don't want to get too stressed about it because stress is also you know a negative emotion which is causing harm yeah. you know to oneself so um yeah so then it goes against the whole principle of ahimsa you know so it's a fine balance between being sustainable being able to live in the modern world you know harmoniously you know, otherwise you have to run to some cave and, you know, be completely sustainable there and, you know, <laughs> eat berries on the trees and, you know, um, 
you know, wear, have just a few clothes, you know, that have been hand, hand, hand spun and hand woven and, you know, non-bleached and, you know, it's like, you know, you're wearing an orange t-shirt, you know, that's been chemically dyed, I imagine, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm wearing clothes that have been chemically dyed, you know, so it's like, that's when, that's when I started to question my own self, you know, here I am talking, saying these big words, sustainability, organics, Ayurveda, and then I think, hey, what about me? What am I doing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I put the article on in the group, you know, the group that we connected through? Yeah, Indian, Middle East Indians, yeah. Yeah, and I put the article and hardly no one responded. <laughs> No one responded to it, the article, because I was thinking, you know, come on, guys, let's own up. Who's, who's really sustainable? You know, it's, we, we like the idea, but who's actually doing it? Who's wearing hand-spun organic clothes with natural dye? Come on, guys. <laughs> you know, you know who, who's not using a mobile phone and a laptop and, you know, um you know so it's like it's a long journey because we've become very much you know entrenched in in modern life you know and it would require us to actually if we wanted to be really 100% sustainable we'd really have to go off to you know some rural area and live a completely different way of life you know yeah and even rural areas are trying to become like cities now oh totally totally yes i just had a conversation about that with somebody i just did a podcast yeah completely they are yeah because you know the uh the globalization idea you know the, the consumeristic uh, lifestyle has penetrated right through the fabric of you know the world and so you know it's infiltrating people's minds and people are thinking consumerism is the way forward you know Globalization is the yes. way forward. Yeah. Sorry? No, I'm saying modern way of life is pitched as something which is you have to develop, you have to be modern and all of that. So people think yeah. that what is good. But yeah. Yeah, and you and you watch the movies and, and Bollywood or Hollywood or whatever, and you see the fashion changes, and then you want the latest clothes, and then you know it's a use and throw culture you know, which is encouraged, and then people don't think about what's actually happening to the planet in the use and throw, you know, culture of consumerism. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, and also, so packaging, do you take care of it or do they only take, what do you do about packaging? Yeah, we don't have any plastic packaging. We don't use plastic packaging. Um, uh, we make a lot of the packaging ourselves here. That is the only thing that we do manufacture, mm. our, our packaging. Um, so some things require packaging, some things don't. Um, so mainly we do our own packaging. Mm. I'd say we do most of our own packaging. Where packaging is required, we do it ourselves. And we have local women making the packaging. And it's usually made of cloth. Cloth. Un un unbleached cotton, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, then I think, what about the printing? You know, the printing. How can I get sustainable printing? You know, um, you know, with branding and everything, and that hasn't been possible, you know, yet. You know, mm -hmm. uh, of course, I would like that, but then, you know, if it were possible, I'm sure it would be very expensive, and then it would you know, bring the product price up so much that nobody would want to buy the product. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, then the concept of sustainability, you know, sustainable lifestyle would go out the window for most people. Yeah, trying so, to make it economical as well, yeah. Yeah, so we do try and, you know, empower the local women with livelihood um, by making packaging, you know, in their own home. So they can do it, you know, if they can't leave their home because of the kids or whatever circumstances, they can make the packaging at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they still so, uh, at home using the cloth itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And trying to move into upcycling, but I haven't uh, done that quite yet. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
in in the UK, I mean, uh, when I was at university, we had uh, most of us would go to secondhand clothes shops mm -hmm. to buy you know, reuse reuse clothes, you know, branded clothes, but they would be cheap because they'd been reused, they'd been used before. So I think I think this is coming in also, although I think Indians might not accept this quite as easily, you know, because they want everything, you know, um, new, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do the younger generation accept uh, yeah, wearing thrift, uh, Yeah, thrift stores are coming up now a lot as well in the younger generation. They are. Okay. Thrift stores meaning um, cheap stores or secondhand? Yeah, secondhand, cheap book. Yeah. Secondhand, okay. because it's secondhand, they're cheap as well. So, yeah. 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 Okay. That's good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then that, that helps with, you know, uh, you know, minimizing production, you know, in the fashion industry, for example, mm -hmm. you know, because if clothes get, get recycled instead of going into a, you know, a landfill or, you know, some garbage fill, then it's, it's you know, going to be less harmful overall, mm -hmm. you know, for the earth, you know. Yeah. yeah. So... That's that's my story in a, in a in a big nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions you can ask me? Yeah. So, uh, what are the problems and gaps that your brand is addressing? Uh, uh problems, gaps. Coronavirus has put a, a made it difficult for us to you know, to, to sell as many products as we like. Um, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, competition in the market in terms of, you know, in terms of fashion, for example, in terms of style, because, you know, we, we can't produce as many styles and, you know, investment, for example. Basically, it comes down to investment finances. You know, if we had, you know, a lot of money to invest, then we could invest in a, in a range of, you know, designs that would, that would suit um, the, the modern day. Um, uh, so we're more into like a classical kind of style. Um, uh, so investment is, is really the difficulty and also, you know, uh, um, turnover because uh, now, because I started not long before Corona started. Yeah. You know, I started in May 2019. Corona lockdown was March 2020. So mm -hmm. we literally had like, you know, what, seven, 10 months, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of Corona free, you know, e-commerce time, you know, or commerce time. Mm -hmm. And so we faced a lot of difficulty with, you know, with, with cash flow and um, uh, yeah. And, um, but we, well, we still, we're still doing well, given the circumstances, because mm -hmm. we're in a, we're in a place where, which is, you know, which is Rishikesh, which is like um, a place where there's a lot of international people and a lot of people from all over India will come here mm -hmm. and they'll be looking for uh, yoga or Ayurveda or something like that. They come for other reasons as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like adventure sports and everything. But, you know, if people who are looking for yoga and Ayurveda and such things, they often are interested in, you know, sustainable lifestyles. Mm. And so that's, how, that's helped us through the coronavirus time um, that we're in a good location for, you know, the type of, you know, audience that we need for the products that we have. But um, so basically I think, you know, uh, nowadays, you know, to get one's name, you know, uh, known or one's brand known, one has to have a lot of money for digital media marketing. Mm -hmm. and, and that's not that's not easy, you know, to, to, to have that level of finance, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's um, you know, we're, we're just doing our best with integrity. And we hope that that integrity will attract, you know, the finances to, you know, invest more into more people, into more, you know, sustainable products. And, you know, you know, the more we can sell, the cheaper we can make the product mm -hmm. and the more accessible the product will be, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. mm -hmm.
Yeah, but I think the product range is good and people like it and people love the store. People love the concept, but you know, um, uh, the difficulty is the uh, is the coronavirus uh, situation at the moment. But we hope to, that it will pick up. You know, like most businesses, you know, mm. after after when I don't know, but at some point after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's the difficulty. I think um, in you know, because I work a lot with the international community, I think uh, one of the, the things that needs to happen is that we need to educate um, the Indians, you know, regardless of their um, uh, uh, financial status, about the importance of, you know, ethical living, sustainable living, um, so that people become aware and people want to buy, you know, products that are you know ethical um and if not you know go to a thrift store um but a lot of people in india are into i think it's more kind of like uh, you know educated but tell me if i'm wrong because you'll know more like they're more educated more kind of high-end people high-end meaning financially high-end um who go to these thrift stores yeah. Whereas if you, if you if you go to the BPL people, below poverty line people, or the less financially well off people, they won't be interested in wearing, you know, buying you know um, clothes from a thrift store. Sure. You know, there's also yeah. this this. I think it's um, permeated by religious ideology that you don't wear other people's clothes because of the vibrations they carry or you know, or something like that. I think there's a religious connotation around not buying secondhand goods. You can take hand-me-downs from your family, but you shouldn't go outside and buy something from, you know, um, the outside world that someone's been wearing and, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Among the high-end people, they go more to the stores, I guess. They're more aware yeah. of it as well. So that's another thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, because, you know, in these thrift stores, you can buy branded goods at, you know, rock bottom prices, you know? Mm -hmm. this, is, this is this is thrift store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this top, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I do, I do thrift stores as well. Um, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Uh, could you share a little more about what you do in Ayurveda, uh, the realm of Ayurveda, in your brand? Yeah, well, I teach um, classes online and offline, uh, lately more online. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, ranging from an introduction to Ayurveda from, and I was specializing in nutrition and wellness and uh, diet. Um, and so teaching, you know, some basics of Ayurveda and uh, some of the uh, uh, therapies that people, and teaching Ayurveda therapies, um, detox therapies, healing therapies, hands-on therapies. Um, and um, I also have a yoga background. I've done training in two, two quite well-known yoga schools across India. And um, that all connects up with, with Ayurveda, yoga and Ayurveda, sister sciences. Yeah. And so I teach also yoga philosophy. Um, and um, I give Ayurveda consultations. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone comes to me with a condition or with just, they just want to feel more, you know, rejuvenated or more, more well, you know, I, I, I advise them, you know, we ask a lot of questions, we have a, a dialogue, and we discuss what they want to achieve, and we discuss how they can achieve it through modifications of diet, lifestyle, maybe some herbs, maybe some yoga, uh, yoga, yoga work, maybe some changes in, you know, um, thinking patterns, mm -hmm. because in Ayurveda, it's said that most diseases uh, come from the mind, actually, yeah. So, um, so basically, it's a it's a range of consultations, courses, classes, 
that's what I do. Um, and I used to run Ayurveda centers and um, Ayurveda retreats, but at the moment it's all gone for a toss with, with Corona. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... So about Ayurveda, so you have different Ayurveda products and services, like consultations as well as different oils and all that you sell, right? Uh, so, yeah. No, no, we're not actually selling oils. I'm not selling... Um, I, you know, like Ayurveda medicine products, medical products. I'm not selling those. Um, I'm not selling, but um, we are in the process of opening up something like that. Um, the only thing that I can say we're selling, which has, uh, uh, you know, a, a medical, everything has a medical effect or a healing effect, but is like um, the Ayurveda incense you know the incense that i created um back in 2005 and 6 um that's the only thing but that's like more like aroma, aromatherapy mm -hmm. it's not like um a medicine so i'm not selling medicines but i'm selling essential oils um which are you know sourced um uh from uh people that i know very well who run farms mm -hmm. and um i give them a name like in terms of what kind of, um, you know, state that they can create, you know, you know, what kind of like, you know, amber is for positivity, geranium is for bliss, something, 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 you know, so um, I'm not saying that, although when I prescribe, um, I, I advise people to take um, uh, the traditional Ayurveda medicines that were formulated by sages, you know, 5,000 years ago, you know, which are still being made today, but they're primarily being made in South India and Kerala. I'm not a manufacturer and I'm not a seller of them. I just tell them where they can go and buy the product. I don't want to become, I don't want to become, uh, oops, one second. I don't want to become, I had a WhatsApp call, sorry. I don't want to become a manufacturer or a, or a reseller of Ayurveda um, medicines at, at this definitely not a manufacturer, but I don't want to become a reseller of Ayurveda medicines um, at this moment in time. Um, it, it wouldn't, a reseller means a distributor. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, that's not what I want to do. I'm more interested in doing things that are really quite unique. Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying that the medicines aren't unique. They are certainly very unique, yeah. but um, I, don't, I don't feel that there's a gap in the market for that. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, please continue. Yeah. No, no, I was just gonna, it's okay. It's okay. I, I was gonna have a question for you, but that's okay. That will be another, maybe I'll interview you for my podcast because yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for you. But anyway, we, I, 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 it's okay. I've done one, one podcast today, I won't do another one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with you interviewing you. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll do it another time. Mm. So even so, consultation. So you don't need any certifications as such for that, right? So, medical. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You 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 need um a, you need a certification if you're prescribing medicines. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I have a certification from the UK. Mm -hmm. MSc online. Yeah, my MSc and I rather to do online um, uh, consultations. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, it's a Master of Science, which is recognized by the UK, uh, you know, to do uh, Ayurveda practice mm -hmm. through, um, you know, diet, lifestyle, herbs, yoga. Mm -hmm. Herbs which are only which are licensed in the UK because not all herbs that are licensed here are licensed in the UK mm -hmm. because the UK only allows you to use certain herbs that have been tested and approved by mm -hmm. their by their by their um, their system. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you like to share any experiences on on your journey along the way when you're working with people or? doing doing all these things and like any or maybe even impact stories or any memorable moments along the way in terms of ayurveda or sustainability or 
in terms of your experience with istri ayurveda uh, so ma'am any um, moments and impact stories impact stories i mean <laughs> i mean like i've been told that you know the products are amazing i've been told that i have the best underwear <laughs> the best organic underwear in the world mm. um i've been told that my store looks like something from new york um i've been told that my teachings of ayurveda uh, uh, come from the source that they come from not just some you know academic knowledge but they're coming from the source um because i i you know i do do believe in 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 the principle so yeah. i've got testimonials on my website which say that you know and on my youtube which says that you know that renu uh, when she give when she talks about ayurveda it feels like you're connecting with the source yeah um, yeah yeah so um that's just a few that i can think of right now um uh yeah i've had i've had uh patients which have said uh uh one in particular which has said that you know um that i've saved her life you know um because also i work with other ayurveda doctors you know because um uh in in, in india um who have practicing certificates for india and so when we get a complex case i have to work with them and you know together we've worked and i've worked on the diet and lifestyle they've worked on the medicines and you know we've produced um case with we've had patients who have had what they consider to be you know um life saving um you know results mm -hmm. that's nice yeah yeah Mm. And, and the doctors I've been working with are from South India. Mm. Yeah. And I was trained in the tradition of, of Kerala Ayurveda, you know, from, from, from Kerala. You're from, you're from Hyderabad or um, you're not from I'm Kerala? I'm from a lot of places. So like I've, I've been living in Hyderabad and then, so and my native, like my grandparents and all are from Kerala, but my mother tongue is Tamil. So my college oh. was in Bangalore, so like I'm from all over, different parts of South India. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I, I studied in Coimbatore. Oh. Uh, I spent many years in Coimbatore, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are schooling or? No, I'm from my Ayurveda guru, my oh. Ayurveda guru and some Ayurveda centers that I, I, I worked with mm -hmm. I'm in Coimbatore, so I know. I know I worked a lot in the Ayurveda diet field and helping the Ayurveda hospitals create their menus and everything. So I know a lot of I know a lot of the kitchen kitchen terms of Tamil. <laughs> so yeah, but other than that, yeah. So hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So like you, I'm a very. Um, if you say where am I from, I I don't have an answer really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just messaging. Someone tried to call me. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. Anything else you'd like to ask me, Ananya? Yeah. And any experiences working with the uh, women? So for your brand, do you work with some women as well? So, but you do work with packaging, right? For packaging and even some products? Yeah, yeah. A lot of our products are made by women. I won't say all of them, but a lot of them are made by women. And like you said, the packaging. Um, but you see the difficulty is, you know, I had this vision of empowerment, of not just giving them employment, you know, not just giving them a livelihood, but giving them a different, you know, philosophy of life. Mm -hmm. so that they could um you know also move towards you know ethical uh living mm -hmm. but what what actually happened was that you give them a livelihood and then you know this is no criticism but this is what happened in in the main they would be like you know can't wait to get the salary and buy the latest jeans you know um can't wait to get the salary and you know buy the latest you know scooty or something you know and so 
you know, education, you know, either it was lacking on my part or they were not receptive to the education that I was providing. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel that, okay, providing a livelihood is one thing, but empowerment is another thing, you know? Um, empowerment is much bigger than making someone financially independent, although that's important. Mm -hmm. um, but because a lot of the women were from, you know, they were from the survive, they were operating out of survival mode. You know, the next step for them was consumerism. It wasn't, it was not, you know, how can I become a more ethical person? You know, how can I lead a more ethical lifestyle? How can I live a more sustainable lifestyle? You know, even though they were producing, you know, you know, organic cotton products, natural dye products and everything, it's not that, you know, um, you know, or working with an organization that was had a vision for this mm. it's not that they developed that vision necessarily mm. maybe to some extent it infiltrated them um in to some extent but not but not in the way that i had envisioned and wanted and now to be quite honest um you know i'm i'm more focused on um protecting mother earth and the sustainability, you know, whether, you know, and, and working with people who are ethical um, rather, than, rather than people who just want to earn a livelihood, you know, earn a livelihood and be ethical at the same time. So I'm more interested in working with them, whether they're men or women. Mm. So um, maybe I've become... Uh, I don't want to use the word dissolution, but I become a bit kind of, um, you know, my, my vision was not fulfilled, has not been fulfilled yet. So now I've opened, opened up the, uh, the spectrum to, you know, you know, to, more, to, to, you know to, to Mother Earth more, you know, to protecting Mother Earth, you know, mm -hmm. and, and sustainability. You know whether the product is, uh, you know, was uh, is made by a man or a woman is is not so relevant now. Although it just because I started with three, most of my products are made by my, made by women. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, you know, like I have examples of like, you know, even in the Western world. Um, sorry, my AC is not on. Where's my AC control? I'm getting hot. Talking too much. Oh God. Where's my AC control? Oh, here it is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is it working? Um, what was I saying? Um, oh yeah, like even in the West, when I used to work as a matrimonial lawyer, family lawyer, you know, I'd come across domestic violence cases, mm -hmm. and I'd want to help. I'd want to help the woman, of course, you know, legally, because that was my uh, remit. Um, you know, they would come to me. Uh, I would. They would be, you know, black and blue. You know, having had, you know, a lot of um, injuries you know, from their partner. And, you know, I would make the, the case to, to support them, mm -hmm. you know, and to separate the, the husband away from, uh, you know, away from the home mm -hmm. so that he couldn't come near, near the woman. And I would make emergency papers within like two hours. And I'd say, come back at, you know, 12 o'clock or whatever, and we'll go to court. And, um, and they wouldn't turn up, yeah. you know? And then two weeks later, they turn up and they, the same thing would have happened. And then I do the same thing again, make the papers, try and support them legally. They wouldn't turn up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so repetitive, I've seen this pattern both in the Western world and in the Eastern world in India, I mean. And, you know, where if you can take a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink the water, right? You heard that expression, right? Yeah. So you know, even though I may have had a vision for empowering women, unless they want to be empowered, not just financially, you know, but fully in their whole lifestyle, mm. there's, there's a limit to what I can do, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there, is, there is gratitude that they've got employment, and, but, you know, it's for them, it's just, for a lot of women, it's just a job, you know? And, you know, I would love a situation where I would have people who had a common vision all working together, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm an idealist. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> mm -hmm.
okay so yeah thank you for sharing anything any other takeaway for our readers anything else you'd like to share anything at all well i'd like people to uh read an article on are you living sustainably which i'll post again in our group um that we are both members of and um uh and um i don't know if you have any I'll, i'll send it to you as well yeah. and i would like people to look at themselves as well and to see what what life they're leading and how sustainable is their own life and um because it's uh and and to look at that the 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 underlying reason for why they're working in this field you know is it commercial nothing wrong with being commercial but is it also that they're sustainable and you know is it because they have sustainable ideologies or not and and if they don't then if they are working in this field i think you know um everyone should keep educating themselves on how they can be more sustainable examples for this society mm-hmm. yeah yeah including myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're long doing it. Yeah. 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 So um that's all I'd say and I'd say that um I'd say that if one just takes that one teaching of ahimsa which is the fundamental teaching of that's coming out of India and probably coming out of many traditional cultures of non-violence I think from there we can blossom into a very sustainable you know ethical uh, harmonious society. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Also later uh, could you share some photographs which you would like to come with uh, a story? Yeah, sure. Um uh like for example Or could you envisage what type of photos or would you like to just me to just free flow them out yeah anything really for instance maybe a, a photo of you and then a photo of some anything sri ayurveda is doing maybe sure sure yeah yeah as long as you have that content or yeah 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 okay and can it be something to do with ayurveda as well working yeah. with ayurveda Yeah, yeah you can do one from the some from the three segment some from the ayurveda segment anything yeah yeah three segment ayurveda segment sustainable segment mm-hmm. yeah 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 and a photo of you as well finished too yeah okay sure yeah okay yeah and thanks a well, lot it was really nice talking to you you too and thanks for connecting with me Yeah. and um, nice yeah story. yeah are you are you just out of interest are you connecting with everyone on zero waste gradually like gradually, gradually. Yeah, yeah okay all right it'll be interesting to hear yeah going on yeah okay great great work ananya thank you okay and maybe it was great thing your philosophy and hearing your story yeah Yeah and um I'd love to do a podcast with you. We'll do it the other way around this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can do that one day. Yeah, we could. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Great. Because, you know, I just like to hear it from your point of view as a young Indian living in India, mm-hmm. you know, what it all means to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, I'll, I'll WhatsApp you and then we can fix up a mutually convenient time. Mm-hmm. yeah sure okay i done i done one podcast before from a school voluntary organization it's spoken in that maybe i can share that with you as well yeah if you go onto my website you'll see lots of podcasts and they're very much like this it's like a dialogue you know it's not like a monologue it's yeah. like a dialogue very informal like like we've just done now yeah you know mm-hmm. very informal 
even if even if you send me this i could uh, if if i have your permission because this is your podcast it's not even a podcast it was just a informal discussion um for a story even if you send me this recording i can actually um put it up um yeah send it to you yeah yeah cuz i'm you know i'm kind of the same on stage and the same off stage so well, i try to be i try to be um so you know i'm i'd be quite happy to put it up on on my website and i can write a bit about you as well okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay anna yeah. lovely to meet you lovely to meet you too hope we can keep in touch we'll get back to you on how the marketplace uh, yeah registering on okay. marketplace yeah yeah okay. thanks a lot thank you thanks a lot bye thank bye. you take care Okay, bye. Bye.